It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. I'm sure there's some realtors in our area that offer perks, and maybe we should do this more. Get people to come to Huron County like they're doing in Vancouver. They're offering millennials avocado toast for a year if you buy a condo. Gimmicky ah, things. That's insulting to millennials. <laughs> As a millennial, I'm insulted. A couple things you could do to entice workers to Huron County. You know, Bruce Power's right up the street, which means the electricity is fresher. Yes. You know how local produce tastes better? Electricity is the same thing. Just knowing it's up the road, it just feels fresher. Fresher power. Fresh power. Offer everybody a free swimming pool and lazy river with every house. We call it Lake Huron and the Maitland. Yeah, just rebrand it. But they don't need to know that. Rebrand it. A lot of small towns in Huron County and small town people, they'll never be rude to you. They'll do it behind your back like good Canadians. That's so good. Like God intended. You can move further away from Doug Ford. Teenager was clocked doing 170 in Manitoba. Police pulled him over. He said, I had too many hot wings, officer, and I needed to get to a toilet. Fair enough. I've heard worse excuses, like, I was going down Highway 8 downhill and I picked up speed. I used that excuse once. It was you're bad. In, you're in the town of Gondrich. You're going from the beer store to Five Points. It's a, like a slight decline in the road, but not enough to gain speed. I think I was going like 63. It's a little bit over. The officer ticket you? No, I got off on it, but I was sincere. I said, I must have just picked up a little bit of speed Lies. on the hill. Lies. No, because I usually set the cruise control going through town. So I, this doesn't happen. Okay. So, But if you get stomped for speeding in Huron County, here are some of the, ex- the excuses you can use. Get you out of a ticket. Officer, I had to get through Carlo quickly. Have you seen that place? There you go. Or our cow is giving birth. That's a good one. That one would fly, right? That's a really here. good one. Yeah. yeah. My cow's given birth. I have to go. Officer, I work at seven acres. I had to air the wheat smell out of my car. Yeah, that's a good one. Or officer, the stretch from Auburn to Whitechurch is just so long. That is a rough stretch. Why right? does that feel like it's an hour long trip? It takes three hours to drive that stretch. Okay, this one's a little complicated. You have to make up a Dutch name because there's about 40 million Dutch people in Huron County. So make up a Dutch name, then say you're late for that person's wedding. Officer, I'm trying to get to the Vanderheiden wedding and, and I'm really late. It sounds so legit. The officer will definitely know somebody named Vanderheiden getting married that weekend. There's a Dutch wedding every weekend in Huron County. The DeVries wedding is going on right now, officer. Yeah. I got dizzy going around the square. Couldn't see the speedometer. That's a good one. That's a good one and real. Yeah, it's good because it's believable. I was in a rush to get out of the town because the sign said Exeter. (laughs) Giving you the rim shot on that. That was good. Sleeping with the lights on is linked to gaining weight. People sleep with the lights on? I didn't realize so many people slept with their lights on. The scientists followed 44,000 generally healthy women. 5,000 slept with the lights on. 5,000 of the 44,000 slept with the lights, like the bedroom lights on? Yeah. That is not normal, right? That's weird, right? Am I right to be weirded out by that? I can't sleep. Even if my eyes are closed, me just knowing that light's on makes me not sleep. It's got to be darkness. Yeah. So the women who sleep in the light were 22% more likely to be overweight and 33% more likely to be obese than the women who slept in total darkness. Have something to do with not getting enough sleep? Probably. Lack of sleep is linked to gaining weight. Interesting. I guess so is not being able to see the weight. Yeah. That helps. <laughs> when, you, when you're dark, you can't see how much weight you're putting on. There you go. So <laughs> just sleep in the complete darkness. You've been losing oh, weight, I actually. I really see it. 
Happy Wednesday morning. Happy Wednesday. Who's happy about Wednesday? I like Wednesday. There's nobody happy about Wednesday. No. There's not a single person no. in the world being like, so glad it's Wednesday. I love Wednesday. Isn't it nice? Honey, did you know it's Wednesday? <laughs> did you know we're still three days from the weekend? It's still three days. All the radio jocks told me that. Every radio jock in the world. Hey, we're halfway through the work week. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. So I guess radio jocks are happy. They have something to talk about. Just like us here at Country 104.9. Well, and like 80% <laughs> of the population can't even relate with that anymore because most of us work on weekends. Yeah, you're working the weekend. Yeah. You got a second gig that's got you working at least one extra day on the weekend. Come on, man. Means nothing. So happy Wednesday to all of you. So there's this dude, there's a new toe in Yukon at the Dawson City Hotel. Have you heard of this place where they have this drink called the Sour Toe Cocktail? You got to drink the whole drink and the toe has to touch your lips. Yeah, 86,000 people have done this. This whiskey, there's a big toe sitting in there and you have to say, you can drink it fast, you can drink it slow, but your lips have got to touch the toe. Disgusting. It's an old Looking. Irish proverb. Ugh. There's a new toe though. This guy promised them a toe after doing the Yukon Arctic Ultra. It's one of those big dog sled races up in the Yukon. And if you don't know, the Yukon is cold. Yeah. Yeah, he got frostbite. They call it a tonation. Would you do this co-op, Kate? Co Absolutely not. No. <laughs> you just went on a trip to Europe. You saw like all sorts of stuff. I feel like a toe and a whiskey would be nothing to you now. See, I'm up for trying things, but not weird things. But the ridiculous northern bartender says the whiskey kills the bacteria. Clearly, he knows what he's talking about. He Does he have a medical degree? <laughs> I'm sure he does. We eat toes all the time. We call them hot dogs. Mmm, hot dogs, lips and toes. There might be a Nutella shortage, fatty. Yes. People are stocking up. Workers at the factory in France are in a pay dispute. Quarter of the spread's production is produced there. 600,000 jars a day. That's how much I eat. I was raised on Nutella sandwiches, and you said that's not normal. And I said your parents were terrible. Terrible objectively, but subjectively, I thought it was fantastic. That wasn't breakfast food in my house. That was a treat. It's dessert time, kids. Grab your spoon. Nutella sandwiches packed in our lunches for school. What? A sugary chocolate spread on white bread and that was food for lunch is that why you look so malnourished we fed that to children <laughs> <laughs> might as well have had a chocolate bar sugar palm oil half a hazelnut in there yeah. From the last Raptors game, a lot of cool trolling signs, but very Canadian. Kevin Looney sleeps with a nightlight. <laughs> Alfonso McKinney pours milk before cereal. Jordan Bell enjoyed how Game of Thrones finished. A lot of innocent trolls, very Canadian, going for the St. Louis Blues tonight because of the tie to Varna, Ontario. Brian O'Reilly crushing it. Figure we could troll some of the Bruins. For example, Zidane O'Chara likes the taste of gluten-free bread. Oh, troll. Brad Marchand. Takes 17 items through the 12-item express lane. Jerk move. Patrice Bergeron eats unsalted crackers. Tuka Rask wears pajama pants to Walmart. <laughs> Dolly Parton, she's the most relatable country star probably ever, yet the most unrelatable in, in other things. She's a sweet woman, has a <laughs> lot of great programs. She has a book program where she's donated, I think now, over a million books to kids so they can start reading early. She's a fantastic human. 
some weird habits released in this New York Times article. Yeah, Dolly Parton. She she's never been on any of the rides at her own theme park for one. She's never been there. on a roller coaster at her own theme park. Well, she's afraid her wig will fall off. <laughs> That's a real fear. She says, I don't like to get messed up. And then she says, I'm going to have some handsome man mess it up. I don't want some ride doing it. Going to get her hair messed up yeah. during sex. <laughs> and, I guess. And not during a roller coaster. Hey, fair enough. She might not mean that. Dolly also shared yes, some. Yes, she does. She also shared <laughs> some of her best travel tips. She takes her own pillows and a few snacks like potted meat. What is that? She brings just pots full of meat. Pots v- full of meat. Vienna sausage and Tabasco. Okay, fair enough. In case there's no food where she's going. But the, I think the thing that surprised me the most was her sleep habit. Yeah, she leaves her makeup on all night. She, she does her makeup in the morning, cleans it off. And that's because in case there's a fire, yeah. she wants to look presentable. <laughs> she doesn't want anyone to see what she really looks like, I guess. Uh, an interesting life hack I learned is always keep a robe right next to your bed, regardless of whether or not you actually wear a robe. Because in the event of a fire, if you sleep, for example, naked, you want to have something you can quickly throw on and duck out the window. Maybe you sleep on the upper floor. I'm not carrying a robe around for that reason. You just keep it next to the bed. So if you need uh, to escape, you're covering up your junk. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Sure. Inspired by Dolly Parton. You were over at my place last night and your girlfriend and my wife both have Dutch background and they were they were talking a lot. Not because they have a Dutch background, but they were talking about something. <laughs> <laughs> they, well, bo- they both kind of look similar too, right? Yeah, they're similar. They're, they look very Dutch. They're blonde around the same bl- height. Blonde hair. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I mean, we're stereotyping here, but... No, um, they, they look alike. They do. That's not stereotyping. You put them side by side, they look like cousins. So we were talking about this single-use plastic ban that's being put in place by yeah. the government. Federal government announced yesterday they're going to be banning a bunch of single-use plastics, including plastic forks, plastic knives, plastic plates. And they were saying that their parents and grandparents... There was no such thing as single-use plastics. <laughs> that you, stuff wasn't single-use, brother. You put that stuff in the dishwasher, you wash those plastic plates, you wash those plastic knives, spoons, and forks, and you use the same set over and over and over again. I remember some forks at her grandma's place that were just so worn down, but we still used them. Didn't waste a thing. I remember them saving the wrapping paper. So when you went over there for Christmas, they would take every little piece of tape off, and then wrap the gift next year in the same wrapping paper, and they would freak out when you just started ripping the wrapping paper off. Is, I that, had a to true, learn this. is that a true story? Yeah, I had to learn this the hard way. I, I thought wrapping paper was meant to be torn off in shreds. Not to them, not to them. There's, they reused there's wrapping no paper. There's no wasting. And, and, and I got to thinking, wow, they have had it right for so many years, while the rest of us were just throwing this crap out, not reusing it. A lot of Dutch families were reusing that stuff. The Dutch were the OG hipsters. They were. Good for those guys. Should have listened to them years ago. Saving a couple bucks, man. Yeah. Dude, I grew up Arab, and Arabs are cheap, man. We were cheap as hell. Yeah. We can learn something from the Dutch. Yeah, no kidding. I'm going to take this information back to my dad. I'll be like, this is a gold mine. (laughs) So Dutch people, thank you. I think Japan sounds like the coolest place to live. They have an office chair Grand Prix. You take your office chair 
out into the track. 200 meter course. And you have to complete as many of these laps <laughs> as you can in two hours. They've been doing this for 10 years. All over the country they do this. How fun would this be to bring this here? Chairs around the square event. How cool would that be? I think people would totally go for this. I like that idea. I want to kick it up a, no a notch a little bit. You can add some jet fuel propellers, jet around the square in your office chair. Or if you <laughs> want to make it even more extreme, the hill going down to the beach in Goderich. You have races down the hill. Like survival of the fit. Yeah, it's not a race to see who goes the fastest. It's a survival test. Whoever can make it to the bottom wins. Probably. Whoever makes it out alive wins <laughs> their life back. <laughs> I'm for this. Carrie Underwood was set to perform mm -hmm. at Scotiabank Theatre, but because the Toronto Raptors were playing, they just couldn't do it. People cried pretty. I they hear. can't do it. Shame on you for that joke. Shame on you. Oprah Winfrey <gasps> was scheduled to appear at Scotiabank Theatre. This Sunday in Toronto. You don't cancel Oprah. But they had to cancel Oprah Winfrey <laughs> because the Toronto Raptors might be playing game seven this Sunday. Oh. So Oprah got canceled. So another casualty of you the got NBA canceled. playoff. And, and you, you got canceled. Everybody's getting canceled. These tickets are canceled. Oh, that's tough. So another casualty. But hey, and this is coming from an Oprah lover. I love me some Oprah. You should watch it every day after school. I'm good with Oprah knock. With Oprah not coming, if I had tickets, I might feel differently. I didn't have tickets for Oprah. Yeah. But it's worth the Toronto Raptors potentially winning the championship for Oprah to be canceled. Probably the Raptors a little more exciting than Oprah. You think she would have given stuff away to everybody in the crowd? <gasps> that would have been awesome. Yeah. That would have been awesome. You get Raptors tickets and you get Raptors tickets. Oh, everybody. That, that would have been amazing. Raptors tickets. We're heading into Father's Day weekend. I love Father's Day weekend. I, I like to just sit back on Father's Day and be proud of my kids. Or disappointed? No, I'm so proud of my kids. I have three am amazing They're kids. pretty talented kids, too. Your oldest bought a rusted out old VW camper van. Yes. That, honestly, I was a little worried about when you first showed me the photos. So we, we, we've been joking about him over the past few years because he bought this camper van. He works at a craft brewery, has a beard. Like he's a total hipster. Man bun. <laughs> Man bun everything. Guitar, <laughs> just, guitar player. He has a sweet Gretsch. Yeah. He's like hipster to the max. But I'm so proud of him. He didn't know anything about cars because he grew up with me, for one. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> he bought this thing. He learned about the engines. He learned how to weld, fixed up all the rust spots on it. He learned how to paint a vehicle, did this all himself. He brings it home. It's just gorgeous. He's done such a great job. I'm just so You're always so proud when your kids take on something like that, something big like that, and they accomplish something like that. And I'm proud of my daughter. She finished a, a year of university. My youngest son doing doing well. Like, it just blows me away. I hear him playing piano when I'm at your place sometimes, and he's awesome. Incredible. He just got his first job. There's always those little milestones, and you just sit back as a dad, and you're like, oh, I'm just so proud of my kids. I'm just so proud of the human beings that they've become. You made people, and those people are doing incredible things. And they're doing well. That's bizarre. It's nice. It's a it's nice feeling. Feeling. It's kind of cool, man. Yeah. And I was at your house last night. There's a lot of love in your household. So I don't need any presents. I can just sit back and be a happy father. I'm the only one in my household. There's no love, just Doritos. It's all Doritos. <laughs> I'll be your dad for a day. Will you adopt you, me for a day? I'll adopt you for a day. You I feel him? like your son should adopt you. He's the man of the house now. He's welding and fixing up cars, learning about engines. I, I feel know. like he needs to adopt you. I think so. You're the son now. He sleeps in the master bedroom. You get the weed-smelling basement. I think so. 
What's this about pot not being good for having kids? There was a fertility doctor in London, London, Ontario. Yeah. And she was saying that uh, cannabis can affect the motility of a man's sperm. Oh. It can also potentially, based on what we know now, could change ovulation patterns for women. So the two things combined could... Uh, could affect your ability to have a child. Interesting, because I've heard other stories where um, it actually increases sperm count, pot. Might be sperm count, but the motility, the ability of the sperm to move around are affected. You made the comment off mic that described it really well. So the sperm are getting high. The sperm get high as well. They get high, they get a little slower. That's crazy. They get the munchies and they sit on the couch and watch Lost again. And then instead of going in the egg, they eat the egg because they're so hungry. They're just so hungry. Maybe that's why. Bag of Doritos and some eggs. Yeah. I wish that's how it worked. (laughs) I grew up with the Lord's Prayer. Didn't think it was all that bad. I I never thought that when I said, lead us not into temptation, that God was leading me into temptation. But the Pope thinks that that's the way it comes across. So they want to change it to, do not let us fall into temptation. And if we're updating this thing, (laughs) we can update it a little more. You had an idea that was cool. Well, yeah, it starts out, our Father who art in heaven. Not everyone's into art. Maybe who sports in heaven. Okay, yeah. And that's a big deal, especially with the Toronto Raptors in the finals. Yeah, at least tonight we're going to be praying that. Let the Raptors of Toronto draineth (laughs) all the three-pointers. Amen. Hallowed be thy name. Why not make it more personal? Like, hey, Jesus, dude. Yeah, you see that with a lot of youth groups. They try to make it more personal. You got to make it hip. More modern. Give us this day our daily bread. That line is interesting, but man, I got to ask, is the bread gluten-free? I just want to make sure all worshipers can take part. It's got to at least be 12 grain, one grain for every disciple. It is written. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us. I'd like to add on, but not that guy who cut me off on Elgin Street. Oh, that guy. Yeah. The Lord will will deal with him. Send him straight to hell, dear Lord. Kraft Heinz has introduced salad frosting. Here's the catch. It's a slim tube of ranch dressing, relabeled so parents can trick their kids into eating their vegetables. As if kids are going to fall for this. That's dumb. I mean, kids fall for a lot of dumb crap, right? Have I ever done this with my kids? Of course I have. Saying things like, well, the internet turns off at 7. I'm just going out for a pack of cigarettes, and then two years later, you finally return. I'm going to return the blockbuster movies. Yeah. I'm really going for a nap at the beach. Mom, what's blockbuster? (laughs) So I recently did this with our kids. We bought these containers that fit the cereal. We've been buying the ODOs. Instead of the Cheerios. Right. Pouring the ODOs in, in the container. The fruity, the fruity hoops. Puffed rice. Parents tell me a story once. They used to tell their six-year-old that they were fighting monsters at night to keep the six-year-old safe. Really what they were doing is doing some rough stuff in the other room. Oh, jeez. Wouldn't it be easier to explain what they were doing? Like, I would have more questions about the monsters than what they were actually doing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you'd want yeah. to fight the monsters. Can I come in and fight the monsters? No. 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 Can, I, can I help? No. no. <laughs> Your mother is especially aggressive at, what was it? We, fighting the monsters. Fighting yes. the monsters. Yes. <laughs> There's a deadline they're setting in Cambridge to get rid of your backyard hens. They let people in Cambridge, hipster area, Cambridge, Guelph area. Hipsters love having a backyard chicken coop. Oh, they hate vaccinations there. (laughs) You can have fresh eggs. I've always wanted one. I guess I'm a bit of a hipster. Yes, you are. May as well have an egg factory in my backyard. Why not? So now they're deciding that, no, we don't want hens in the backyards of probably lots of complaints about the smell or something. I don't know. Chicken crap is the worst smell. 
So a couple options are going to give the residents with the birds about a year or two to find another home, or the second option will be they'll allow residents who already have hens to keep them until they die. I mean, I think everybody's ignoring the secret third option that exists. What? It's barbecue season, man. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> just turn the coop into a smokehouse. Just wait for a nice sunny day and just spark up <laughs> that barbecue. Uh, that's not very nice. It's not nice, but it's delicious. Either way, they're ruffling a lot of feathers. Shame on that's you. That's for sure. Shame on you. A lot of hensitive people. Elton John, not too happy. They've been censoring the movie Rocket Man in Russia, China as well. They're taking out the the gayness yeah. from the movie. The parts that indicate Elton John is gay, which is everything flamboyant dude. Not shy about it. And that's cool. He's totally being himself. That's what makes this biopic so good. Taking the gayness out of an Elton John biopic, it's it's like taking the speed bumps out of Carlo or I, I don't know. It's like taking the cow crap smell out of Huron County. Yeah. It's like taking know. the slow drivers out of Goderich. I'm looking forward to seeing this movie. Funny story. I used to think Elton John was a Muppet. First time I was introduced to Elton John, I'm a big fan, love his songwriting, love the music, was on the Muppets. And he was dressed all in the, the big shiny glasses and the big extravagant outfits on the piano, singing with Kermit the Frog and Fozzie Bear and everybody, right? And he looked so cartoonish. You're like, that can't possibly be a real person. That's a Muppet. Yeah, and we actually recorded the old Muppet shows. And I remember watching this episode over and over again and and saying like, oh, I just loved all those Muppet songs. And then didn't realize till later on, until I was a bit older, that, oh, he's an actual pop artist. Nobody's (laughs) hand up his butt. That was all the other characters. He was a human. Yeah. I thought he was one of the Muppets. I got right in. Introduced to him when The Lion King came out because he did two songs on The Lion King. Oh, yeah. So that was when I got introduced to Sir Elton. That's his worst work. You think so? Oh, yeah. The early works are the best. Fair enough. Yeah. Me and Matt going to argue this off, Mike. Woman was charged after allegedly trying to mail puppies and a kitten. Were they alive? They were alive. Oh, that's that sucks. It's a bizarre story, though, because they opened up the box and the woman had put stamps on their foreheads. Well, that's good. She wasn't trying to cheat the system. She paid for postage. At least she paid for postage. Totally. She got that right. You can't transport pets. Doesn't she know, though? You have to use uh, P-U-P-S. Or the later. Could have okay. used that. Okay. Man, we live in a vibrant, beautiful community. And sometimes we take it for granted when we live here. And we say, oh, there's nothing to do. There's so much to do. So we have a visitor. My daughter's boyfriend is up, Dylan. He's Smith. from Toronto. Yeah. Started out with a kayak trip on the beautiful Maitland River. He slept in a teepee. Sleepover. <laughs> <laughs> um, then they came back. And ended the day with the sunset, walking along the boardwalk. There's the Manessatung Bridge we took him to. He just thinks this is the best place on the planet. He wants to live here. They had backyard campfire party, three different musical live gig experiences. My brother-in-law, I was playing on a patio in Bayfield. So we got the whole Bayfield patio experience. And then we saw a live concert at one of the train stations in town here, the Stache, to cap it all off. And he just thinks, it's like, is, is this like this every day in the summer? And I'm like, yeah, it is. We live in a community that offers a lot. There's always something incredible to do. We just party all year round. It really is. We have an 89% alcohol poisoning rate here. Well, it's <laughs> Glorious. But uh, he, he doesn't want to go, but it's to the point where he hasn't booked his train ticket home yet. He's enjoying himself so much, he's not leaving your home. But I don't know when to say, like, okay, like, it's time to leave. Yeah. 
Yeah. You're trying to politely broach the subject. So I don't know. So when did you, when did you book your what, train ticket you, for? When are you leaving again? When, 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 yeah. <laughs> what time do I have to drive you to the train station today? Yeah. He's a big eater too. Yeah, he eats uh, a lot. running out of food. Yeah, but he's got nice hair. He's got nice hair. He's a nice kid. He's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. He was helping you load up your van and stuff. I know. Okay, here's the, here's the telltale signs that he might be a keeper. He's filling up the dishwasher with his dirty dishes. Look at that. <gasps> he's, he goes up to us and asks, can I help with anything? And he was my roadie on the weekend. He carried all my gear for me. He was your work grunt. You should just adopt him. I just, I, yeah, I think I might adopt him. Yeah, son, we've uh, signed the adoption <laughs> papers. You're ours. But Mr. Hussey, I have parents. Oh. We're your parents now. Yes. Get in your crib. <laughs> Got creepy real fast. Got some visitors here in the studio. Yeah, your daughter and her boyfriend came to studio. I didn't really believe they were actually going to come when they said last night, we're going to get up early and come watch you in the radio station. They were up late with us watching. You went to sleep most of the way through the Raptors game. Yeah. And we got Dylan here in studio. Dylan's been staying at the so. Hussey household for a while. How are things at the Hussey household? Magnificent. Magnificent. Whoa. Look at that. So Glow. magnificent. I'm so happy to be here, Huron County. What a wonderful place that I've stumbled across. Wow. What, what, are, what are you on and where can I get some? <laughs> <laughs> just the wheat in the fields, you know, just uh, eat it. It's great. Just raw wheat. Yeah. You just pick yeah. the wheat raw and eat it straight up. What, City boy. So, so yeah, you're from, you're from Toronto, North York area. Yes. I'm from, I'm from London. I'm from the city. I had a cottage in Port Albert before I moved here, so I kind of was familiar with the area before I formally moved to Goderich. What are the things that you notice first coming to an area like Huron County? Tons of things. You know, first off, the cows. Yeah. <laughs> Massive <laughs> amounts. Lots and they're of- beautiful, truly. Like, yeah. you can tell that the sun, the natural fresh air, it's like good for these cows. They're <laughs> like beefy, like. Beefy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like how he thinks the air is fresh in Huron County. Well, this was so cute. The, one of the first uh, excursions we had with Dylan, showing him the countryside, he was like a four-year-old kid pointing at the cows. Oh, look at the cows. I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't even notice them anymore. Yeah. Living here, we, we don't appreciate the cows enough. But he was all excited about the cows. So the cows, we got the cows, we got the fresh air. Lake Huron's not bad, right? Lake's not bad. Yeah. The big the, lake. Yeah, looking out at the beach, it's beautiful. And you, I mean, you got a beach over in Toronto, and the beach is okay in Toronto. It's okay. But we got, we got good beaches here in Huron County. Yeah, you swim in the water here at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The water is not <laughs> jet black right along the shoreline. And you got to see a sunset. Oh, yeah. Yeah, how was that? That was amazing. You know, lighthouse, the beach, the rocks, the rocks I've noticed, they're, not, they're unlike any other type, type of rock. And, and for, th- for those of us not in studio right now, Dylan is also wearing a straw hat. He's wearing a straw hat. He's totally converted to Huron County life. He's one of us now. He's one of us. One of us. One of us. Yes. <laughs> You're not going back to Toronto. You live here now. Well, here's the funny thing. He doesn't have a return ticket yet. No. He hasn't he, booked his ticket back yet. He's trying to stay as long as he possibly can. He's milking it for all it's worth. Yeah. That was a farm pun. That was a cow joke. That was a farm pun. Well, it's nice of you to join us. You can sit in on the morning show for a little while. Residents in Winnipeg, Manitoba, got to cut their grass or they'll pay the fine. Uh, Lawns and boulevards, you can't have grass no longer than six inches. So they'll come around and fine you 250 bucks. Do they come around with a little yardstick? How do they even measure that? I set my lawnmower to go about six inches. I like it a little bit long. I don't like it all short and stuff. It looks so unhealthy when it's short. Such an arbitrary length, though. 
Yeah. Like, how do you measure six inches? I don't know. I don't really know of anything that is six inches. So. Yeah, there's like nothing out there that's six inches. No, I'm not going to pull out a measuring tape. I know things bigger than six inches, but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's hard measurement for me to grasp in my head. Yeah, six is it's just a low number. Yeah. Like, I can measure like nine, ten inches. Six just seems like a weird number, though. Yeah. <laughs> The Cut Free 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.